Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. And today, August 30th, 2022, I'm talking about what everyone else is talking about. Um, Matt Chandler, who was disqualified from his position as pastor of the Village Church due to an inappropriate relationship with another woman, not his wife. I'm going to make a little bit of a longer preamble until I get to that part, so hang in there. Now, there are people who train in meteorology. You know, they're experts who watch the ground conditions and air currents. They check the radar, and they put their training together to issue a watch when the tornado might come. What if you heard some people reacting like this when the tornado watch comes out? I don't believe it. Who made you judge and jury? Weathermen are morons. Mind your own business. If conditions worsen, the trained meteorologists publish a tornado warning, issue stern instructions regarding health and life and safety, and they have this tornado siren go off in the neighborhood. By then, it's almost too late. You might have seconds to dive into a closet or get to a bunker. And still, what if some people reacted like this? I don't believe it. Who gave you the right to talk like that? Tornadoes are nice. Why are you so negative against them? Of course, most sane people don't ignore tornado watches and warnings certainly don't say those things when they see one. They heed it. They rely on the expertise and the training of the weather people. They don't want to get caught in a tornado. Tornadoes destroy and kill. But that is exactly how people, many people, react to discernment watches and discernment warnings. Discernment people see the radar. They're trained up in discernment or they possess a gift of discernment that they employ appropriately. These are the people who are the early warning system for your local church and who issue watches and warnings about a false teacher, a false trend infiltrating the church, or they give the all clear sunny skies bulletin. Now let's turn to the village church and it's Pastor Matt Chandler. Matt Chandler has been pastor of the Village Church since 2002. It's a megachurch of about 14,000 people, and it's aligned with the Southern Baptist Convention. Chandler is also president of the Acts 29 Network. A lot of people don't know that he started seminary twice, but he felt He had already attained all the tools he needed for being pastor, so he dropped out both times and never finished. Well, it's no small thing when a pastor of this notoriety and visibility falls below reproach. And it was revealed this week that Matt Chandler, pastor of the Village Church in Flower Mound, Texas, and president of the Acts 29 Network, was stepping down from his position of pastor and of president. He had apparently been in an inappropriate relationship online with a woman. 
months ago, a friend of the woman confronted Chandler about the online relationship. Chandler said he didn't think he had done anything wrong because his own wife knew he was messaging this woman and the woman's husband knew about the messaging. However, the private messaging had become frequent, familiar, and included coarse jesting, inappropriate for someone in Chandler's position, say the elders in their statement. Matt said again, he didn't think he had done anything wrong, but despite careful wording in both the village church statement and Matt's own speech at his church, revealing this, made it sound like Matt immediately went to the elders himself. But the woman who was a friend of the woman Chandler was um, private messaging had confronted Chandler months ago and eventually recruited some church senior staff to help her continue the process. Here is an excerpt from a news article from Relevant Magazine, quote, Chandler says that months ago he was approached by a woman in the church building who expressed concern about this communication with a friend of hers. According to Chandler, his wife was aware of his online communications with this woman, and the woman's husband was aware of the communication as well. But the friend still thought the conversation was bad, and after recruiting a fellow senior pastor and elder to take a look at the messages, they agreed. The elders concluded that Chandler had been in an inappropriate and unwise relationship, that he had not instituted proper boundaries with the woman, that he had engaged in coarse and foolish joking and behavior unbefitting a pastor. And some of those are quotes from the elder statement, which will be um, linked in the show notes. The elders insisted Chandler stepped down for an undetermined period of time. The demand was predicated on the fact that stepping down was, quote, disciplinary and developmental, end quote. They stated that Matt had lived a life above reproach, but, quote, he failed to meet the one Timothy standard for elders being above reproach in this instance, end quote. Then the elders hired an outside law firm to review the village church's policy on social media. They compared it to text and direct messages Chandler and the woman voluntarily gave. And the law firm determined that Chandler had violated the church's social media policy. Now I'd like to remind us all in these liberal times that if Departure from the office of pastor is disciplinary, as the elders said, and that if Chandler failed to meet the standards of being above reproach, as the elders said, he is now below reproach. Yet, 1 Timothy 3.2 says, an overseer then must be above reproach. The verse doesn't say it's okay just this once in just this instance. 
It doesn't say that if the elders believe otherwise, it's okay. Falling below is falling below. When a pastor is removed from his pastorate and put into church discipline by his elders because of an inappropriate relationship with a woman, he has destroyed the purity of his office by falling into scandal, and he is done. Pastors who fall below reproach must step aside permanently. It's like being a little bit pregnant or kind of a virgin. You either are or you're not. Once does it. But the optics these days are to seem to graciously step aside and go on a weepy apology tour without uttering the word sin, as Chandler failed to do. And after the short attention spans of the watching public drift off to another scandal, then the pastor comes back and everything's hunky-dory again. But this approach that we have seen and we're beginning to see with Chandler fails to take into account the gravity of the issue. A pulpit was defiled, the name of Christ was defiled, a woman was defiled, though the elders claim the communication was not sexual in nature, although I don't know what coarse joking would be. And But the verse in 1 Thessalonians 5.22 says to abstain from all appearance of evil. So this next section is called Tornado, Early Watches and Warnings about Matt Chandler. And this goes back to how I started um, this podcast today. Warning signs come with, well, warning signs. It's not often that a public Christian persona just suddenly falls. There are always clues. They begin privately, but then the public begins to see them because sin grows. It becomes evident. People with discernment can detect these visible signs earliest. And here are three signs about Matt Chandler people, including me, have raised over the years. One, he is a charismatic. Folks with discernment warned about this um, four or five years ago. They and I um, said when Chandler and his church came out with a belief that the sign gifts continued, the sign gifts are the miracles, the prophecy, the tongues, etc. Chandler then also described what he ter termed as a mini prophecy given to him. And in turn, he encouraged his congregation to speak prophecy to each other. But it was confusing. I've never seen a charismatic believer stay in one spot. Everyone's always moving, either up or down. Either a charismatic repents and returns to the proper biblical cessationist position, cessationist meaning the sign gifts have ceased, or they continue down a charismatic track and then go off the rails. Continuationists believe, charismatics believe, they open the Bible when it's really a closed canon. And this degrades the perfection of the word and eventually it degrades the soul. The second clue I and others raised about Matt Chandler was about his wife, Lauren. His wife, Lauren, partners with Beth Moore. 
Beth Moore is a highly false teacher, even a blasphemous heretic, as some say. Lauren has been theologically partnered with Beth for many years, and in this, Matt Chandler has been derelict in his pastoral and husbandly duty. The women support each other online, appear in each other's videos. Either Matt lacked the discernment to steer his wife away from such a wolf as Beth Moore, or he lacked the courage to demand it of his wife. And thirdly, the third sign people saw about Matt Chandler beginning to drift is Jen Wilkin. Jen Wilkin is a member and now a staff member of Matt Chandler's church, the Village Church. He supported this woman, who is now a feminist, in her trajectory away from Orthodox Christian faith. She had been executive director in the Village Church of Curriculum and has functioned in leading roles ever since. Wilkin preached a message to men at a pastor's training session. She preached a terrible message about Rahab in 2014 and again in 2018. And let us not forget the menstrual blood issue in one of Jen Wilkins' sermons. And at no time did anyone see Pastor Chandler issue a repudiation of Wilkins' office usurping, preaching, feminist, Bible-twisting tendencies. Chandler, again, is held to account for this, being her pastor. Now, when these and other issues were raised by me, other people, people reacted to this discernment in the ways I'd noted at the top about tornado warnings. Who are you to judge? Why are you so mean? Nobody's perfect. Perhaps if the watches and warnings had been taken to heart, Matt Chandler might not have fallen below reproach, destroying his credibility as pastor and bringing reproach onto his name, the church's name, his wife's name, the anonymous woman, and Jesus's name. Discernment is important. Please wisely listen to your discernment people and compare what they are saying to scripture for yourself But as for Mr. Chandler, it breaks my heart absolutely and totally when this kind of thing happens. The elder said the messaging wasn't sexual, but it did include coarse joking. And that sounds sexual to me. I feel for Lauren, his wife. I feel for their church. I'm sad for Jesus and that his name has been besmirched and his pulpit has been sullied. It's a very sad, sad state of affairs for all involved. Guard your marriage, ladies. Train up in discernment and stay in the word. It's the only way to combat the sinful flood that is coming against us Christians today and really all the time in history. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a discerning day.